let's get started if we will. Yay. <laughs> I'm smiling. My cheeks finna hurt by the end of this. Ooh, that's great. That's a good <laughs> sign. That's a, that's that's a sign of greatness, joy. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So this is Tammy. Tea with Tammy, of course. If you don't know what this show is, it's just me talking about nonsense, essentially um, topics that I see on the timeline, new music, um, life, essentially. And what better to do that with than with a guest, and and nonetheless, a guest who actually appreciates tea. With me today, I have the Kiki. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the Kiki. But it's neat. Shout out to me. And shout out to Tammy. And shout out to T. Shout out to T. We love T. Describe you as a person and essentially like why you would find yourself a good person to talk about topics on a podcast. Oh, describe me as a person? Yeah. Mm. Um, Oh. Just for just for the audience, so they can get an idea of like who we're who we're hanging out with today. Like I can okay. describe you, but I started too earlier, and you were like, "Girl, okay." <laughs> well, I am Kiki, as Tammy said. Um, Working social media communications, media studies is my jam. I love all of it from the academic side to the actual like professional side. Um, and just to know me a little bit more, think of me as like the worst and best parts of Twitter together. Social media <laughs> guru, maven, influencer. Don't oh be humble. God. Stun oh on these niggas. Goodness. Like you on the timeline shaking and moving. <laughs> you are, you are telling what people, like you're telling people what to like. And I like that. Oh. <laughs> you post stuff and I'm like, yes, I like oh, this. See, I don't even think of myself like that. Girl. I really, I just be posting shit. Like. If I could like things multiple times, <laughs> I would. Like when you double tap, I wish that was two likes. Man, I appreciate that. Because I really, listen, when I'm on Twitter, if y'all have me on Twitter, I don't follow me on Twitter if you're new to Twitter. Um. We will tag her in the episode in the description. So don't worry, just, you will follow her. You know, just, I just be talking to myself and listen whatever i tweet i tweet listen it, it works because when you talk to yourself it's something that someone wishes they were a fly on the wall for and i appreciate oh. being the fly like so follow her read the timeline watch the ig stories it's all good <laughs> it's gonna be some nonsense in there i'm not gonna lie <laughs> she's young and she's wild and she's free oh, but absolutely. in addition to that she's really good at content and so oh. i had to have you on the show because essentially everything i talk about is just other people's content and so yeah. it's it's inception a podcast it's it's content talking about content absolutely. so if we shall let's get into some content it's Black History Month, so we're going to start things off with a hard R, mm. and that's Joe Rogan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
There is a compilation video out there of Joe Rogan. And if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, he is a popular podcaster on the Spotify um, platform and also ex-host of Fear Factor. (laughs) So if you're a fan of that show, you probably are familiar with Joe Rogan. He was the host for all thousand episodes and so there is a video compilation floating around in social media world where kiki runs things of him using the hard r yeah the n word (laughs) multiple times and he is not black he is a white gentleman and Mm -hmm. he is saying it so casually so freely and people are like hey why does he have the biggest podcast deal to exist on spotify again (laughs) like why are we tuned in to spotify as a whole so i want to get your opinion on one joe rogan and has what joe rogan has done over the past decade plus of being essentially abusive with words and racist homophobic misogynistic the list goes on in addition to like what he has done has that affected how you view spotify Oh, child. Okay. Getting into Joe Rogan. He just, I have never listened to his podcast. Um, but seeing that video and then just learning more about him, I was just like, Spotify, what are y'all doing? Like he got a, what is it? hundred, hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about it more because I'm like, why has no one ever called him out? And then I remember that he's a white man, so he could do whatever he wants. And no one will really check him until everyone starts catching on. And they're like, wait a minute. Right. This isn't right. So I'm sitting there watching that compilation video. And then I see everybody else's comments. And they're like, oh, well, he's using it in context or whatever. And that's what he says. I'm like, it doesn't matter how you use it. Don't use it. And then finding out that he has a half black daughter mm-hmm. i'm like <laughs> you spilling all the tea you spilling it for me and i love it this it's, oh, it's seamless it's seamless how you just teed that up for us okay so yes i don't understand how one he can be this person for so many years and i forgot to mention spread misinformation about big topics in the world like covid and elections like how he even got a spotify deal because he's been this person for over a decade and spotify i don't know if he was on spotify a decade ago was spotify a thing like this a decade ago i don't think so and so that's that's a point and then in his apology video that is four minutes long and i did watch it all He does say that, oh, it was, you know, it was taken out of context. It's just clips of the word and, you know, it's in conversation and, you know, I'm, I'm repeating what someone else did and it's a, it's an example. It's not me using it. It's the other person. And I'm then repeating what they said. And it's just, it's a scapegoat and I don't like it. It's nasty. And what you've also brought up is that, you know, by marriage, he has a half black adopted daughter like joe (laughs) what are you doing joe i did not vote for this joe (laughs) i know i know that (laughs) i didn't even want to vote for the last joe (laughs) i don't like any joe at this point he's j names j names (laughs) stay away from him it's the j J names names. you one of those people aren't you listen 
J names, red iPhones. If you got a red couch, <laughs> all that. Stay away from me. Red flags, red flags. Wow, that's hilarious. We might have to get into that too. But okay, has that affected your viewpoint of Spotify? Did you delete the app oh. off your phone? Do, are you not playing the playlist no more? Don't lie to me. Okay, so. Don't tell me you don't like that Spotify wrapped up at the end of the year. Listen, I <laughs> am a diehard Spotify person. Wow. Die hard. Die hard. And people be like, oh, Apple Music is better. Apple Music can kick rocks. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it. And I I already paid for this month for Spotify. So it, the app is still downloaded. I'm not going to hold you. But I did transfer everything over to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also transferred everything over to Tidal just to see which one I like more. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been using Apple Music for a couple days. And y'all, it sucks in a car Man. compared to Spotify. Wow. It sucks. Just like the... Whoever is on their user experience team, <laughs> they did the damn thing because Apple Music need to take notes. Mm. Even when I'm just trying to rewind a song to a certain part, because that's the type of person I am. If a, a part come on and I want to hear it again. Run it back. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to start it all the way over. I just want to hear that part. Right. And Spotify will, it's just so seamless Apple Music, it's scrubbing. You can hear it while I'm like blasting it through my speakers. That's embarrassing. Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> like, so it's been a hard transition, but you do hard. plan to transition. I do. Okay. Um, and that's an that's another thing that I'm torn on because the Spotify CEO was just like his statement on it was, "Oh, we basically." price matched (laughs) like Joe Rogan's deal and we gave money to whatever organization like a hundred million dollars to whatever organization and that was his take on it who voted for this organization who said that's what we needed to feel like this issue is resolved who gets together and makes these decisions for all of us like Spotify is not making it easy and I I don't want to make my life harder Mm. by having Apple Music like inconvenience myself but I also don't want to be like a coon (laughs) it keeps Spotify not a coon so it's like what do I do do I inconvenience myself or do I just switch over to Apple Music and hope that they make things better now that they are getting all of these new subscribers you, you never know. I feel like Apple is late to the game, but they always catch up. And so we'll they see. Do. I'm going to be patient. I've always had Apple Music. So I, I, I mean, I'm used to them all at this point. And so it's, I don't really have a favorite. I use different platforms for different things. Okay, and so, sense. yeah, I'm one of those people. I don't really have a dog in the fight because I've always used Apple Music and like I've only used Spotify for certain things and so i can easily just transfer over those three four channels or shows or podcasts that i watch to something else okay seamless for me now something that i found to not be seamless was the last episode of euphoria that shit was all over the place all over the place rigged nothing seamless about that episode i was like (laughs) rue boo boo we are going through it now now euphoria 
you talked about on the last episode about how it's intense and how there is a, I feel like, an increased or sometimes weird obsession of following kids. And I'm just like, why? Why do they always have to be underage? It just makes me feel that extra layer of uncomfortableness. And I'm just like, is this necessary to show me a 17-year-old doing this? Show me a 25-year-old. I feel a little bit better. (laughs) Because they've they've had time to learn better. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? They should know better by now. Absolutely. (laughs) But it's the innocence in these kids. Now, D.A.R.E. has came out Mm -hmm. and said that euphoria is glorifying addiction and all the horrible things that are associated with the show abuse oh my gosh just things that trigger a a normal person like and how like what is your opinion on dare stepping out the window through the sea of everyone being like this show is great i love it it's intense it's because it's been trending on my timeline since the episode yeah and it's been days and then dare wants to you know dare to be different and say um excuse me i know y'all having fun but this fun is dangerous i just i want to know who at dare watched euphoria and was like yeah they glorifying drugs because honey i'm terrified i drugs (laughs) drag (laughs) like who is watching rue and thinking yeah, she's definitely glorifying drugs. Like, kids definitely want to do drugs because of Rue. Huh? Now, people say, or let me play devil's advocate to it. When you're watching Euphoria, Rue has been through a lot. Especially yeah. in the most recent episode where she's gone through running and jumping and injuring herself. And still ended up back home and quote unquote, okay, mm-hmm. you know, alive. And so someone watching that who has been through what Rue has, maybe losing a parent or just gone through some hurt and pain, who wants to also go to drugs and sees that, hey, Rue keeps making it out of these situations. Like she seems to make it home and still be breathing the next day. So shoot, I feel like I'm I'm a man or I'm this person. I, I have more mm-hmm. weight on my body. I could probably take it even better than a Rue. What, what do you say to, to that perspective? Because that's what Dare is probably speaking to. Yeah. Those people who are like, this is entertainment. And they're not differentiating that Rue is a character. And so, of course, she's going to make it out of situations to keep the storyline going. But instead, they're thinking like, oh, look, she survived. I can survive, too. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't, I truly don't get it. Because people, yes, Rue made it back home and she's alive the next day. But also, Rue doesn't want to be alive. (laughs) And also, are y'all not forgetting that baby girl was running through your nigga's house like a Tomb Raider? Like, she she was going through it. She almost died at a party in a bathroom with Dominic Fike. Like, on the flow. Mm. She almost died. Mm. But thank God for the backup drugs, I guess. Like, (laughs) man, man. They're just forgetting that these things are happening. And... She does not want to go through these things if she doesn't have to. Right. But she's like, hey, I this is the only way to keep me alive. Right. And so instead of someone like watching the show thinking that, oh, like Rue is making it out safe, 
please realize at the end of the day, like Rue is is wanting to die. Like she's putting her life on the line purposely. And exactly. so if you don't envision yourself doing the same you probably won't survive (laughs) these certain types of situations this is also a show Mm -hmm. and again it's entertainment to keep a storyline going yes but as for the show as a whole like what's your opinion on like how it's shot the storyline the acting what are we like what are we thinking what are we doing emmy is it emmy 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 talk (laughs) i love euphoria the cinematography is fantastic I love watching the end of the show when they have like those four minutes and everyone is talking about like the shots or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the them being in high school is so weird because they're still kids. It's kind of like um, that show Big Mouth. Mm. And, right. you know, we're all entertained by it. But then we're like, wait a minute. They're in what, middle school? Yeah. We are seeing, in this past season, we saw so much. <laughs> they showed us Santa Claus's everything like we saw everything in that show and it was weird to say the least uh and it's still weird with euphoria with like i wish they were in college even the sex life of college girls didn't have all this showing right 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 and i love that show too and this would be great it's this would be like a great show if it were that like a darker version of it or whatever um Because, yeah, them being 17, like, I know this is happening and people go through this. Um, So you want to tell people stories or see, you know, that young people are going through these things, too. But some of the some of the shots we don't need to see. (laughs) Why do y'all have. Like fake so many fake dicks (laughs) in one episode, like I'll be counting. I'll be like, is this the fifth one? Like, or is this the same? What are we, what are we doing, Euphoria? Because we don't need to see it. Right. But I will say, ultimately, like, it's, it's entertaining as fuck. Like, it's crazy how I was on the edge of my seat. This, like, the last few episodes where I'm just like, what is this character about to do next? Like, I am so invested now. So invested. So so quickly. Because the first season was good. Second season, my let me give it another spin. I'm gonna spin the block on this show. Let's see what season two is talking about. And I was like, oh, we getting even better now. So that's my thoughts. I feel like Zendaya deserves some award. Oh, baby um, girl of some sort, definitely. Because I was highly convinced of everything that she's that she's done on that show. She is like, I kind of want to like like pull her parents aside and be like, hey, just check her bag. Is she really? acting baby girl be acting like um whenever there's like a slave movie and white people uh, they be acting right that's zendaya she right her ass man off. this ain't no disney shake it up this this, this is a different type of shake <laughs> a different type of shake okay now what doesn't get me excited and what didn't seem very entertaining was unfortunately something i do have a problem with nikki mm-hmm. get into it get into it <laughs> nikki minaj is back she has dropped a new single new music video titled do we have a problem mm-hmm. featuring little baby <laughs> and 
I do. I have a few, actually, now that you yeah. brought it up, Nikki. <laughs> Thanks for asking, because I got a couple notes on Nika Mirage. Right. Now, the song comes on, and it's promising. Wait, no, let me rewind. When I first heard the song, it was through the video. So we have to talk about the video. Have you seen it? I watched the short one, not the long one. There's a short one. Now I'm mad because I watched, it had to have been the long one, a nine yeah. minute music I'm video. I'm so sorry you sat through that. The <laughs> only other video that I can think of that was that long that I recently like remember is the Drake Yachty the oh, baby yeah. song where it's like a fake Oprah show. Mm-hmm. And it, that part was entertaining though. Yachty and Drake, like that yeah. was cute. And so it was like a skit. It was humorous. And I actually laughed. Now in this Nicki Minaj music video with little baby, it is, um, it's action. If you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nicki is an agent. <laughs> I know. Listen, Nick, <laughs> Nicki, <laughs> Nicki, <laughs> Nicki, <laughs> an agent really kiki stop we're trying to we're trying to be kiki i'm sorry i'm sorry listen nikki an agent but okay she's an agent and she has a partner and it's tommy from power now if you watched power which is like the only role we've known this white man to play he is nothing like but the police like he is not the police at all like he is the opposite of the police and so for him to even play an officer it it was already unbelievable and so nikki is trying to i don't even know the storyline accurately i feel like she's trying to take someone down and so there's a lot of scenes where she has to look serious there's guns there's like there are disguises there's um there's a twist at the end where she actually turns on her partner and she is the bad guy and not an agent (sighs) kiki thoughts i'm People going to be mad at me. And I know the song is like number one or something. Is it? I think on one of the charts. I don't know. I saw people talking. Streaming. You know, the- you know what a streaming farm, farm is, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. As- okay. Thank you. I hated the song. <laughs> I hate. I hated her voice in the song. I. Hello, it's- bitch. Hold up. Even do we have a pound? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) It's so bad. And it makes me sad because, like, I'm already sad with Nikki with her whole personal life Mm. and all of that going on. Because it's like, I don't want to support someone who, one, has a husband that's him. And then the whole thing with the girl and the case and. All that stuff. I whenever she comes on on my playlist, I'm not gonna lie. I I skip her songs sometimes because I'm just like I can't. I can't listen to it without thinking about that. Um, but this song, Nikki, if you was gonna come back, come back with something. It ain't it. Good. This ain't it. Like the rap girlies. Megan had that one song with the other artist that was. It was not good. Yeah, Shinsia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it definitely right. gave those vibes of flop. 
It gave flop vibes. Absolutely. Um, I, I immediately took my slippers off and was like, where are my flip flops? Because I knew instantly this was going to be a big flop, at least to me. Now, obviously, it's it's number one on someone's chart, right? And Nikki is Nikki. She's on a label. She has a machine behind her. Mm-hmm. She has a fan base. She has barbs who are going to ride or die, you know, regardless. And and so, right, exactly. And like I mentioned, streaming farms are a thing. And so with all that taken in to you know consideration she's she's gonna still do well yes Mm -hmm. but i wish i would have listened to the song before watching the video i feel like i would have liked the song more if i hadn't watched the video because man is there some really bad acting in this music video it's terrible (laughs) cringe worthy and like sis you went to a performing arts school you wanted to be an actress first it do I remember that right? Mm-hmm. I remember that mm-hmm. in that old doc mm-hmm. when she was talking about the pickle slices and the pickle juice on the plate. I remember that the scene where she was holding the gun and like looking at the camera, and even at the end when she Corny. was pointing it at Tommy, I was just like, "Nikki, what you look the like procedure? you want to laugh? <laughs> What's the fucking procedure?" And I'm like, "Don't, don't you dare take a line from Set It Off and and make it corny." Like, are you serious, Nikki? And like you said, I already have a bad taste in my mouth due to her personal issues. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say things were dropped recently and all parties are, quote unquote, moving forward and moving on. But that just tells me that the dollar amount was finally right. Because yeah. I've heard a lot of rumors over the past few years on how they've been trying to bribe this lady to mm-hmm. just drop. Hey, just shut up. Yeah. Like, bitch like just take this stack of cash it's so disappointing (laughs) but i i have to remember that like celebrities are they are people too and a lot of people are dumb as hell yes so that's just that's how i just gotta look at it because i'm i really we got a problem oh my god and the crazy thing is you said that you wish that you would have heard the song before watching the video Mm mm-hmm I listened to the song before I watched the short one. Still didn't do nothing. It, it's, it's bad. I hated the song like even more. Because now all I think about is the bad acting and little baby standing there like a lost puppy. Right. Why does he always look confused? <laughs> like, does someone, does, does he know where he's at when he's like, like, like he's so verse. talented. Right. It's just like. <laughs> I hate to say it. He reminds me of Can't Get Right from the movie Life, mm. <laughs> where he has a skill. He does it really well. Yeah. But once we're not talking about that skill, <laughs> it's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. I just, oh, <laughs> not a thought behind those eyes. Well, I feel like we're on the same page in the same boat of this song. I, I still do look forward to what Nikki does in the future because... You know, things come and go. Like, people forget so easily. Like, we, a lot of people didn't even know she had legal issues until I, you know, just brought it up now. And so things, things unfortunately and sometimes fortunately, you know, fade. Now, there might be a Nikki City Girls collaboration in the future now that they've pieced things up. And she did finally come out and say that she is willing to entertain a versus, but there's only two women that she has in mind. And of course that made everyone go crazy. And before we move on to our next topic, who do you think those two women are? I'm going to be on her level. Like Nikki, 
Nikki, Nikki. What year did Nikki I, come out? Oh eight. I don't even know. 2008. Cause she was dominating the game for like, it was really just her for right. a minute. Yeah. I don't know who, I don't know who she's thinking about. Right. And that's exactly my problem <laughs> like, with this whole conversation because I know probably what she's thinking and it's out of her generation and her age. And I'm just like, I feel like you only want to battle your friend or you want to battle your enemy. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to battle Foxy or you're going to battle Kim. And both of those bitches need to battle each other because they're old. Like those aren't women that you should be battling. Now it's not a woman you should battle, but I've been saying from the top of the mountains, battle Drake. Like, no, for come real. on now. Like, y'all came out at the same time. Y'all do the same thing. Y'all have the same track records. Like, the same amount of features. Y'all, you know what I mean? That like, it's brother so against sister. Good. Let's see this fight. Like, that would be so good. Family fights are the best. <laughs> that's that's what I want to see. Because, uh, yeah, I can't. There's no. Who? Who else? Who else? There ain't nobody there. Nikki, what are you? Nah, I don't even want to entertain the little kid and Foxy because right. I'm not. It just doesn't make sense at all. Now, what else doesn't make sense to me? Um, well, to a lot of people, it did because there was lots of speculation before it was announced. But what just didn't make sense to me because I thought she would never allow this to happen is Rihanna being pregnant by ASAP Rocky. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> like. Okay, like, I'm happy. Like, I'm not shitting on life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yay, new baby. Yay. Ooh, Fenty baby. But Rihanna, like, you're on this pedestal where I feel like, man, you should have, like, did it maybe the Beyonce way? Like, I wanted, like, I wanted a certain image for her. But on the other side of that coin, I'm glad she's exactly who she is and how she just, like, moves to the own like her own beat yeah to where she's like yeah i'm not married yeah this is a photo shoot on like the new york streets <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah you still see the weed smoke in my ig stories and what like you know what i mean like i like that i mm-hmm. like that energy so what's your what, what was your initial thoughts when you when you saw the news i i was happy because like rihanna's having a baby like you said fenty baby right yeah but in my head I, I'm gonna sound shitty for saying this. In my head, her and ASAP just aren't together. Like in my universe, right? They don't make sense. It's like I know they're dating, but I'm like, they're not dating. Exactly. <laughs> She's exactly. just bored. Like you know what I mean? Like she exactly. she called them and needed a food buddy. Like it, like I've had those niggas in my life, and I, I just can't. felt like that was him for her. But clearly, yeah, way deeper. Clearly, because I. I'm a, in in my head. I don't think of ASAP Rocky as like. Okay, so if you don't know, he had some controversy a while back. This was many many years ago about how he had a or he's had a comment about like dark skinned women, mm-hmm. and I think it was like lipstick or dark skinned women shouldn't wear certain lipstick, something something something. Mm-hmm. And so of course, me being a dark skinned woman. I'm like, wait a minute, is he a colorist? You know how I feel about colorists. Bottom of the barrel. Like, 
So ever since then, I'm like, ASAP Rocky, like, I don't know how he meant, meant it. I haven't really looked that much into it to see if he had an apology or whatever. Um, in my head, I'm just like, oh, he's one of these black guys. So then seeing Rihanna with him, I'm like, no, Rihanna, <laughs> not right. him. Right. Someone right. else. There's so many fine men in the world. Right. Now, I will say that ASAP gives me the vibes of he doesn't care about anything unless it involves him or it's about him or it involves him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just mm-hmm. includes him in some way. But at the same time, Rihanna gives me those same vibes. But it's it's a positive for me. I don't know. I feel like yes. I'm somewhat a hypocrite because they're very much almost the same person. Yes. But I like how Rihanna wears it better. And so I'm just like, girl, you're wearing this so much better. You deserve better. But, you know, that ain't my business. That ain't my baby. That's (laughs) not my tax bracket. (laughs) Right. Baby Rocky over there. You know, congratulations to baby Fenty Rocky. And um, I will send them a baby gift. (laughs) Okay, Riri. You heard me, Riri? I'm going to send you a gift. (laughs) Send me the address first, girl. But, um... The next thing I wanted to talk about is Wale. Wale recently pulled out of Broccoli Fest. Mm -hmm. Broccoli Fest is in his hometown of D.C. And when the the, uh, fest was announced in the lineup, he was on the second or third line. And his name wasn't the headliner and it wasn't big. And so he took it upon himself to get on the timeline, like he always does. <laughs> oh, Wale. I, I love it, Wale. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the timeline. He got on the timeline and was like, I'm pulling out. Mm-hmm. Pulling out. I am not ejaculating in that. <laughs> no. And I was just like, wow. Like, this is this is a big, like, you know, statement because this is the broccoli fest from your city and you're then saying like screw it Mm -hmm. so what was like your thoughts on hearing about that do you think he's in the right or do you think he's being like diva wale you know i being that he is from dc and like this is the fest that happens there i would immediately think that he would be a headliner Mm -hmm. um i also i i don't feel like people should be entitled to things but like it's Wale it's his city he's not even a headliner like that's kind of fucked up like if San Antonio (laughs) stop (laughs) what who (laughs) go ahead no I I gotta hear this what what was that (laughs) right exactly (laughs) exactly okay listen Girl, we, girl, these niggas listening and they mad. They mad. <laughs> okay, okay. If San Antonio had a fest like Malaluna, mm-hmm. um, and we had a huge artist, we can't even fathom it. But you get the picture. Like, we, y'all, how y'all could you not I mean. put on your own artist from your own city exactly. if that what? the fest is about exactly like this is what your city is doing like this is one of an annual thing to promote the city and you should have some of your city's biggest talent there exactly right i would think now a little bit of sprinkle of diva because you know the timeline thing and how he did it but 
it's 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 right at the end of the day exactly. what he what he is doing i feel like he has every right to to be like you know what screw y'all if y'all aren't gonna do it right i don't want to do it at all and i'm one of those people too like don't let me show up and some shit ain't right like exactly. i am skirt bye and i saw in the comments he people were asking him and he was responding to the comments because of course he knew what he had just put out there right and he said something about like it being the principle of the fact like him not even being asked or whatever right um and I was like, you know what? That makes sense. Right. That makes sense. He has a new album out. While the fest is happening, he'll be on tour. It's a perfect tour stop. It all adds up. He's from the city. But exactly. yet, tiny font. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Opener. Tiny font. Sorry. <laughs> Open mic night. Opener. <laughs> <laughs> Do your little poem, Wale. Because <laughs> I know if that was me, I'd be like, damn, I'm from here everybody listening like everybody know the words everybody. and you just not gonna have me as a headliner mm. Mm. i'd be i'd be a little hurt by that i'm not gonna lie right and speaking of hurt mm-hmm. because i'm hurting <laughs> well yes and no i feel like i'm such a gemini when it comes to things i'm always like yes but no i'm hurting because a bitch a bitch doesn't have a valentine this year oh and <laughs> Like, I got to buy myself the chocolates again and the wing stop and the wine. Like, why Why I got to do it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, someone else should be doing it for me. Now, Absolutely. I want to know your perspective on the holiday itself. Is it something that needs to be celebrated or is like a joke to you or is fun for you? And I also want to know, do you subscribe to like needing to have a valentine? So for this holiday has, I've never really thought about it as something serious. Um, Like I see my parents do things and stuff. um, And my dad would always like, get me a stuffed animal or whatever. So that's all I've had every, all 24 years of my life currently. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also have never, so for me, this is, gonna sound crazy but like the idea of having a boyfriend was not even like okay with me until november october of last year i never wanted a boyfriend of last year yeah i never wanted a boyfriend i stayed away from it Mm. always like whenever i got with a guy i was just like hey we here for one thing that's it don't don't bring them emotions around here i don't want them like, I sound like a dog. Oh a dog to these I niggas and like I fetch straight bone. Wow, I love it. Oh I love goodness. it. So Valentine's Day is something that isn't a serious holiday for you. Something that you don't yeah. have to celebrate. And a, a Valentine isn't something that you need to have. Yeah, I'm, I'm just here for like the after Valentine's Day candy sales. That's... <sighs> the best type man (laughs) yes oh my gosh that's what valentine's is for me (laughs) it's nothing more i respect it i respect it now me personally like my perspective of of the holiday i feel like it's a cute holiday it's a fun holiday i like when people get creative with the holiday and like 
combined it with like using it as like self-care or like a vacation. I love that where people yes. take the opportunity to be like, oh, he surprised me and we went on a trip. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Good for you, I girl. Love seeing, I love seeing people happy. Right. Exactly. But what I don't like about it is the fake happiness. Now, I had an episode a while back about how people be buying Gucci and Louis bags on eBay and Amazon <laughs> and they be posting pictures on holidays like there's stuff in the bags, mm-hmm. but there isn't anything in the bags. But they look like, oh, like my significant other just spoiled yeah. me for Valentine's Day. Look at all the Louis bags and all the roses. Okay, The petals are fake. And the bags were bought. So don't feel like you have to subscribe to a certain type of Valentine's Day because a lot of people were fabricating things online because it's easy to do. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm not even going to be a hater. If that's you out there, hey, if you're trying to sell a dream, sell it. I'm not buying it. Right. But go ahead. Go on the corner and sell it if you want to. <laughs> I'm sure you'll sell one or two, but you ain't selling shit to me, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, related to like Valentine's Day, dating, of course, having a partner. Now, I did see that viral TikTok of a 30-year-old black woman crying on the internet about how Essentially, she might die alone and she <laughs> she doesn't have anyone, you know, to spend time with and to dating is hard at the at the age she's at. Mm-hmm. And she's worried on if it will ever happen for her. And I'm not going to lie. I turned 30 this year. I turned 30 in May. This is the only time I'm, admit- I'm admitting my age. So when my birthday comes, I'm 21. <laughs> But I turned 30 this this year and I kind of had the same like thoughts. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm entering like a new decade of my life. What if like shit that I thought was going to happen by this time doesn't happen at all because the time is here now. I'm 30. Like, oh my gosh, my knees are popping. So (laughs) like no one wants a bitch that has popping knees. (laughs) It's going to get hard out here for me. So I wanted to get your perspective of one old sis who was crying into her phone on TikTok and two, do, do you like get scared the older you get? Like if you're not going to hit certain goals by certain ages, you know, when, okay. So when I first saw her video, I, it made me sad seeing that because you never want to see someone be so well like we appreciate the vulnerability that she's showing because a lot of women go through that and I think for black women in particular we a lot of people place you know like family being a real important thing or like having kids finding that man having you know kids and stuff but then on the other side it's also like you need to work to get where you need to be don't worry about a man yada 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 So we're hearing both of these things and feeling both of these things. So now she's sitting there like, oh, I have my career. I have the expensive shoes and all of these different things, but I don't have that family portion. And to me, watching that, being someone that just now at the age of 24, turning 25 this year, just now wanting a boyfriend right? and comparing that to when I was a kid. And I was like, by the time I'm 27, I'm going to get married and have kids and yada, yada, yada. I'm just like, it, 
it'll happen one day and goals don't need to be tied to a certain age, but it's all, it makes me so sad seeing people so sad that they, and they feel like they won't have something right in life because things will come when it is your time and you don't ever want to settle for anything less. And it, but I also know like how hard it is to be alone. And that's the piece that I agreed with like the most watching her video is she was saying like, I don't want to settle. I don't want to just have any niggas baby out here. Like exactly. this is not like, I don't want to just do it just because I see other people doing it and I know it should be for me too. And like, I, I kind of want it to, but I just, I want to do it right. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like personally, a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people are kind of tasked with the decision early in life on what path am I taking? Am I taking yes. the family route or am I taking the career route? And me personally, I feel like I've had opportunities to go the family route and I'm just like, nope, I'm on this path. Yeah. And I feel like it's like either or for certain types of people. And I'm one of them where you're very career driven. And if you know that if you stop to have a baby or just have anyone's baby, that's going to derail and change everything moving forward. And yeah. that's a different type of fear. And so like, there's both sides to the fear. Cause I'm sure there's someone else who's who has the family, who has the loving husband, but is like, damn, I'm a stay at home mom. I wish I would have like stayed in my career and focused on myself. And so, like you said, things will come when it's, it's time for you as a person. Mm -hmm. I do respect her vulnerability. Like you said though, because it is relatable. Like you can, you can scroll past it at first, like initial reaction. Of course, I'm just like, girl, why are you crying on the internet? Log off, like (laughs) log off. Like, can you not just swipe and end this? But it's relatable. Mm -hmm. Like I, I heard everything she said and I was like, valid, valid, agreed, agree. So I'm like, someone had to do it. Someone had to cry on the internet yeah. instead of just to their pillow. And so I respected sense. it. It makes sense. Because even I'm on TikTok a lot. So I'll see people who are like 25 and they'll be talking about, you know, I'm 25. I've never been in a relationship. I've never had any type of like relationship type thing or intimacy or whatever with a man and some women are like, oh my goodness, I thought I was the only one. And like you said, people do need to see that instead of just crying into your pillow. Um, just so that way they know that it's normal. Yes. Because on TV, we always see the perfect story or whatever. And I'm like, sure, that shows one side of the thing. But on the other side, you have this whole other story and people need to go through it or people go through it. Um, and it it kind of sucks hearing the story in the moment, but like it's reality. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Cause there is no manual or, you know, there's no yeah. to do to do list checklist on life. So, I mean, if, if you feel like you really want a family and you really want a man, like that's when you have to start sacrificing. If you're older in your life and you do have your career now, it's time to slow down and go back on, on dates mm-hmm. and, and maybe take less time of like all the self-absorbed type of things you were into before yeah. or, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, it could, it could be tough, but how old are you? 
I am 24. I'll be 25 this year. 25 a quarter. Yeah. I love it. So you as a soon to be 25 year old navigating your, your twenties, do you have certain goals you feel like are, you know, deadlines are approaching or do you have like a weird pressure? Cause I feel like at 25, I started to feel pressure. Like I felt like the, the wave of being 21 and 22 of being like the hot young 20 was like dying out. I'm like, Oh shit, I need a, I need a good job now. I need a, a savings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I, 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 I want to know like, how are you navigating your twenties and do you have a, a weird pressure that I once had? You know, it, it's weird because being at this, like approaching 25 in July, shout out to cancers. Um, <laughs> it It's weird because after, I think my whole college life kind of set life up for me weird because I went to an early college high school. So I got my associates when I graduated high school. Oh, nice. Um, so I was 17 when I graduated. Then I went to undergrad, started as a, they called it a first year junior, which sounds so weird. Um, so crazy. But I only had two years of undergrad. So I graduated wow. when I was 19. And then... This makes sense. I didn't know this. Yeah. So then I went to... Because I'm like, how this has so many degrees? And I'm like, how old am I? Am <laughs> I just like, wait a minute. That's why it's, it's weird. Because then after that, I went to Texas Southern. Mm-hmm. Um for my master's and I started that when I was 21 the year that I turned 21 is when I started grad school um that's crazy so yeah you're amazing you're an amazing black woman look at you you are smart I appreciate that I don't know how you did it I don't know. If I was done with undergrad that early, I would have been like, fuck school. Like, I'm free. See, and I kept going. (laughs) I thought that would be me, Mm -hmm. but I, listen, I'm a school nerd. I love school. You look like somebody who likes, (laughs) who likes school. (laughs) I love school. Like, learning about communication and media studies. Oh, I love it so much. I was sitting there happily writing 17 page papers. Like, I loved it so much. Um, and in undergrad, I had gotten my degree in media studies, which is like a mix of comm studies and media production. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I want more. I took an editing class the last semester of senior year. And I was like, I want more of this production side. So I went to TSU, was in their program, um, that program was absolutely terrible. If you're thinking about going to TSU, do not do not do the program that I did. Wow, um, noted. All right, yeah, it was trash. You hear that, Meg the Stallion? If you want to go back for your master's, don't do that program. Don't do the professional communication and digital media track. It. I hope they got things together. <laughs> but child, that was false advertisement. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, poor thing. Uh, I met some amazing people there, though. But, um, yeah, so that's why my life is kind of weird. But now that I am in my first big girl job (laughs) that I got last summer, finally, um, I don't feel like I have 
a timeline. I just know things that I want to do. And I'm like, okay, now that I know what I want, now that I have, you know, this list of things that I want to do, I have my whole life to do these things. And that's how I think about it. Um, Also, because I always see those stories of like people who are like super famous people and they're like, oh, they didn't do something until 35 or 42. So I'm like, oh, I got time. Ain't no rush. Like, I'm chilling. Clearly, as you can tell, because I didn't even want a boyfriend until last year. Like, (laughs) the thought of time just does not, or like time on a spectrum of I have to do these things by a certain age just doesn't compute in my brain like that. Right, right. Which is kind of a blessing and a curse. Because my parents are like, when are you going to have kids? And I'm like, hold up. Wait right. a minute. <laughs> right, right. Take things slow. Yeah. Let, let me move out first. One day first of all. Right. Goodness. You're definitely, like, I feel like I'm tuned into your coming of age story on your timeline. Oh, um, <laughs> with with your tweets and, like, your IG posts. I can definitely see that you're finding yourself in that. You have a good idea of what direction you want to go. Which is a great transition on what I wanted to talk about when it comes to the timeline in general. Mm -hmm. And so I I get on the timeline and of course I follow a lot of different types of people and essentially I'm subscribed to their lives and their thoughts. And so they get on the timeline and they share what they're going through. And sometimes it's, it's, it's a little unnecessary. (laughs) It's a little, it's a little, um, explicit. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. A little blunt. You know what I mean? And so, you know, me, natural hater that I am, I'm just like, what is this nonsense? You know, (laughs) bah humbug, you know, me. And so I'm just like, there's two sides to everything. You know, you know, genuine uh, Gemini I am. Is it one, you finding yourself free speech, all that jazz, also some sprinkle some humor on it? Or is it attention seeking? Because, you know, some some people will get on their timeline and then be like, there she go again. Yeah. Or there he go again, like causing a ruckus. Like I followed this one rapper from from our city Mm -hmm. and I felt like he was dedicated to, you know, putting out specific tweets to get a rise out of certain individuals. And so. Right. And so like posting misogynistic things intentionally to get a rise out of women on the timeline. And so. When I see someone oversharing, I'm like, are you trying to get a rise out of me? Yeah. Or is this you just, you know, doing a brain dump? Mm-hmm. So what's your thoughts of like when you see people oversharing on the timeline? Is it you just scroll and be like, haha, like look at them finding themselves? Or do you be like, log out? You know, <laughs> I, I think both. Um, one, because... On specifically on Twitter, um, I treat that app like a diary. So certain is that smart? No, <laughs> I'm definitely a, a tweeter and deleter. <laughs> let, let me put that out there as well. Me too. Me too. Okay. All right. Because I was going to mention. That. All right. I tweet something and I'm like, Kiki, why did you tweet? Like, girl, I get serious cringe when I scroll. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, I tweeted that. Like, people don't need to know. Some people need to know. If I'm trying to, I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying to get a rise out of somebody. I yes, okay. yes. That's why it's both because I am both, and I know. Just putting this out there, I'm gonna sound like a dog again. But men are easy, okay? 
I know that if I tweet something, I'm going to have a specific person Ooh. in my DMs. Oh. And that's exactly what I wanted. Um, <laughs> you taking notes? <laughs> are y'all taking notes? Okay. So, yeah, just putting that up. Men are extremely, it's it's actually kind of crazy how easy they are because they swear, can't nobody play them. But I just, I'm not saying I played you because I'm telling you how I am up front. But anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit of both. both. Right. Very much both. Exactly. Certain men, I see, mainly men, actually, I don't really, the women that I follow aren't, um, like, attention seekers, but the men, Those be the culprits. Those be the main culprits. I see y'all, you, some of you San Antonio rappers, I be seeing y'all. I see you. But let's, let's, let's spin it on its head from a different perspective where... They're at- attention seeking, but they'll do it from like either a talent or like a a monetization like mm-hmm. type of uh tone where they're just like, oh, just bought this or like just laid this fire track. And I'm like, did you really? No. Are you just seeking cause... attention because you want us to believe whatever you're saying? Tammy, I'm listen earlier today. I was listening to a bunch of local, I don't know why I keep talking about local rappers. Um, all y'all don't come in my, on Twitter or my DMs because I know how, y- how y'all like to tussle, okay? But I was listening to- How <laughs> uh, you like to some, rock your glocks. No, that is. <laughs> all up in the videos, like, what are you doing? Anyways, I, I was watching or listening to a lot of um, older rappers- music mm-hmm. and this is just a bunch of different people older stuff newer stuff um and i was listening to some of these stuff and looking down their timeline at some of the tweets about how oh i got this out as fire or whatever and i'm like is it though yeah. it's because some of y'all aren't good rappers right uh, y'all just, y'all, y'all just be making music, but it's not good. It's a slippery slope because, of <laughs> course, they're gonna come back and say, "Well, I'm I'm networking on my social networking site, or I'm I'm marketing my my material, my skill, my talent." And you know, you are at the same time doing that too. But sometimes it seems a little bit stretched to where it seems a bit fabricated or over the top to where you're seeking a certain type of attention. Yeah. And me, the type of bitch I used to be, I would give it to you. I'd be like, Oh, I see you. Ha ha ha. Get ready for the single. Mm. But now the type of person I am and I can kind of see through like the, the BS on the timeline. No, deliver the song first and I'll tell you if it's good then (laughs) you're not gonna fool me and so there's a lot of attention seeking from different types of uh different types of ways of doing it yeah but at the end of the day it's it's both it's free speech it's getting like you know it's a coming of age type of diary platform of twitter instagram tumblr like everyone wants to just share their life and I don't Mm -hmm. blame them because it's nice to see it documented in a nice way on a platform to where like, Oh, it's like Twitter is my website or, you know, like you said, my diary website. And so people really treat it as such. And sometimes you just go, you're going to see a tweet that you may not see later on. (laughs) 
because it needed to be deleted. Now, Instagram closed stories, that's a different thing. I, <laughs> I love my closed stories. I mean, I'll be posting stuff in there that people on Twitter would see. Um, and everyone in my closed stories is basically people from Twitter. Now that I think it's like 100 people up in there. I'm not even going to lie. I was oh, looking wow. at it the other day. I was wow. like, why you got all these people I in like your closed 10. stories? Really? <laughs> yes. Ain't nobody that close. It's just, I, because I think of closed stories, close, is that what it's called? Close, close friends. Close friends. There we go. Close friends as like, I only have a handful of close friends, but on social media, it's just people who I either respect or trust or um, people who are just free spirited and not basically no judgy people. That's who right. all is in the close friends. Um, I slipped but, yeah. in there. I'm real judgy. I slipped in there somehow though. <laughs> it's li- when I tell y'all my IG close friends is literally anyone that I have on Twitter. That's all it is. All right. It's noted. basically Twitter plus like, <laughs> That doesn't make me feel special. I don't feel that close now oh. as a friend, but okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> if you're my close friends, just know that I fucks with you. So like have and, fun in there. Right. And have then, there. you know, close friends is the, the best place to overshare. Cause you know, that's essentially where it's like, it's oh, it's behind this curtain. And so, yeah, that's, that's where you really let loose. So I'm never judging really on the close friends. Cause clearly you did this behind mm-hmm. the scenes for a reason. And so it's everyone, but, but the family, right? And exactly. Like the pastors that I have. It's Not the pastors. Wow. All right. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up with a prayer. No, I'm just playing. Um, no, but before we go, I wanted to tell you happy Black History Month. And I wanted yeah. to ask you, is this month something that you quote unquote celebrate as a Black person? Or do you feel like people should be celebrating us? Like, should I be going out of my way to support black business or should I just be encouraging all of our allies to be supporting us? Like, I feel like there's sometimes a weird extra responsibility for black people during the month. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like I'm being celebrated. I'm, I'm the, I'm the great one. Like, you know what I mean? So why am I having to spend extra money on a $300 jogger set? You know, to support your business this month because we're black. Like, no, like pander to these white people because the white people are pandering to us. And so I also, you know, in addition to asking, do you celebrate the holiday? If so, are you going to celebrate it by buying a unity candle from Bath and Body Works oh, or a Kintakunte Apple Watch on Apple.com? Um, <laughs> I wanted to get your opinion on that, too. Sick. Starting with the Bath and Body Works stuff, they need they ass beat for that whole display. U N I T U I. I felt I felt the ooh. unity. I felt real black. Tell I was me. like, ooh, give me a candle. <laughs> There's one picture where <laughs> I saw it on Twitter, and they have the watermelon lemonade candle like in that display. And whoever did that, mm-mm, y'all are not seeing the gates of heaven. <laughs> but isn't watermelon lemonade like really good? It is, but like... <laughs> no, let me not be that person. But why that one? <laughs> right, right, right. Can we at least get... Side-eye. Mahogany, teak wood, intense, 
black the black teak wood one that they that they dropped great can we get that one not mm. watermelon right right <laughs> like, here's your fried chicken scent mm, yeah that's like putting any type of waffle thing over there <laughs> like come on now your chicken and waffle candle what would don't do that to i thought us. you niggas would love this y'all are always talking about chicken and- here's your crab leg your crab leg body oil <laughs> like, oh my goodness so do you celebrate i I don't know if it's like a celebration type thing, of course, but I think I'm just like more aware um, of overall blackness Yes. during February. And I want more people to be aware of blackness in its entirety. Yes. Um, because why... Like, this is our month. It's already the shortest month. That's a whole nother thing. But, like, I just... It's our month. It... I love seeing the different ways that people celebrate um, Black History Month or, you know, just things like that. But, of course, you always... It's bombarded with the, oh, buy this at target or happy uh black history month and it's from whatever company and then they all change their logos and then it goes back to whatever the next month yeah the pandering yeah it's just it's i want more i like you said i want people to be more aware and for them to celebrate us everything should be free for us matter of fact that's what i'm saying why am why am i as the black person this month paying 300 dollars for the jogger set like, when no charge sarah 300 dollars yeah. for the joggers wait like you got it backwards y'all need to move out of my way on the sidewalk <laughs> <laughs> right it, like we have things so backwards this month i feel like because on one hand of course i appreciate the most during the month the the newfound knowledge mm-hmm. like i i didn't know like what the what the um i think it's called the devil's punch bowl was i don't know if you've heard of that, that i feel like and so sounds familiar but I'm yes and so research it not gonna get dark on the episode about like black suffrage because there's plenty of that that you can <laughs> you can talk about we and can, that's another <laughs> we'd be yeah. here for hours but there's always something that i learn about my culture and i appreciate that where we just we dig up all these facts that remind people that you know we've came a long way mm-hmm. and these people tried their best to keep us down like yeah. man they wanted us extinct or just a a mule they wanted us to be a mule man. and so i appreciate the knowledge but then on the other hand like i said and then I'm bombarded with the knowledge and then I feel like, why am I, why am I studying? You know what I mean? Like I'm like, you're preaching to the choir. Like, of course, like I can't just turn off like things on the timeline. Of course I'm going to read it and, Mm -hmm. you know, be intrigued. But at the end of the day, I sometimes feel like, why, why me? Like it should be y'all. Like, exactly. (laughs) And then we're like, you were saying being bombarded. It's always the slavery movies and the black trauma movies. And I, Right. I can't do it to myself anymore. Any more movies, any more shows coming out, I cannot do it to myself. Like, I know the stories. So you're I not going to wanna... watch 12 Years a Slave this month? Hmm. <laughs> no? Not at all? No. 
That's not on your watch and, list. You know how they have like the the black voices or whatever at the at the top of all the streets, right? Services. And it's like the color purple. I'm not watching years it. A slave. I'm not like I want to see Butler, the happy thing. Selma, the Selma Green thing. Book. Like I'm are like I'm already black. Like so, you want me to feel the pain I like associated with this? Like, like no, no, I don't want to see it. I don't know why they think. Oh yeah, it's Black History Month. Let's show them trauma. What? Show me the happy movies. Can I see a black spy movie? Uh, something. Right, and I re- I saw how there was an article going around how you know like the top twelve mm-hmm. like movies that don't have black trauma, like black movies without black trauma, and then it's like set it off, Man. dead presidents, and it's like okay, set it off. <laughs> like the reason why they're even having to rob banks is because of the situation they're in because they're black sis got fired like that from the bank you know why because she was black like sis got her brother killed on on site you know why because he was black that is black trauma that led them to rob the bank like people think it's a bank robbery movie but it has to deal with black trauma to get them there and so i think a lot of people don't connect the two on like they're watching a movie but why is this person in the ghetto Mm -hmm. because they're black and so like it's hard to find those movies and so i've put together my own list of black trauma free black movies of all genres and so i'm gonna post that with the episode so people can actually watch some content that has nothing to do with like the blackness now of course we're black first and we appreciate being black but like why do we always have to be set black set black (laughs) set back because we're black you know what i mean like that should not have to be like the premise that shouldn't be our villain origin story our blackness (laughs) these companies are not like what's not clicking steven what's not clicking we don't want to see this y'all ain't got no black people on y'all's team to tell y'all hey maybe you shouldn't do this exactly like i'm not gonna watch rosewood for for black history month i'm sorry i'm not like stop advertising it to me like if anything like i'm gonna watch like a black scary movie where it's like gothica where yeah. it's like Halle Berry and I forgot that other guy's name, but it's like black movie and it's scary and there's pain in it, but it's not because they're black. Like they're, it's just a scary movie exactly. and it's dark. Like it's just a movie exactly. and nothing to do with because, oh, she's black and that's why it's scary. Like, no. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I know I'm black. Right. And so as much as I love Get Out, like this is not the time to play get out for me this month like i love the movie but that's black trauma too that Mm -hmm. is essentially all about the trauma yeah but that's all the topics i had for you today i definitely want to (laughs) highlight where to find you i know you said you weren't gonna give out your twitter but come on you talked a lot about the content that you post so i know you know i know there's a thirsty nigga on there he's just like come on i'm trying to be the next one in the dms tell me so guys, in my DMs, uh-uh. That's why we need to get you some new ones. Get you some new ones. Go ahead, yeah. promote. Go ahead, say it. At. All right, all right. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter. Actually, all my socials are the same. I'm very easy to find. Ooh, she now that she's I very think easy. about it. Oh, I didn't hear the last part. Oh, I'm very easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> find you where? Very easy to find at Kiki Colleen, K-I-K-I-C-O-L-L-E-N-E. Kiki Colleen on yes. all platforms. Kiki, no Palmer. Okay? No Palmer. 
I have to mention before we go that you brought me a lovely tea gift. Can't wait to make some tea. Like she brought me an assortment of tea flavors. She brought the honey and the presentation, the bag and the, and the tissue paper. Like sis, like I thought, I thought it was a wedding gift. I was like, did I get married? Like (laughs) this is wrapped really well. So yes, touche. Like this, like this is like so like perfect. Like you're one of the handful that has really put in effort to like get me something on the show. So thank you. Had to bring the host something. Oh, and listen, I can't bring no rink-a-dink bag. I'm gonna bring you a bag you can reuse because that's what all black people do. Okay. Thank you. Like, thank you. You already know I got some birthdays coming up in my life. And it's like you can use it for anything. You can use it for anything. I love black people. <laughs> black that's History Month tip: reuse a bag. Reuse a bag. <laughs> all I was thinking about when I was trying to find a bag, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> like she gonna reuse this. <laughs> yes. Now, if you're streaming this on Spotify, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. But you can also find the episode on Apple Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google. I feel like this is pointless to say because you're already listening, so you should know where to find it because you're here now. But hey, tell your friend to stream it on the same platform you use. And until next time, sip some tea. Bye, y'all.